This is episode number 1012 with the one and only Paris Hilton. Welcome to the School of Greatness. My name is Lewis Howes, a former pro athlete turned lifestyle entrepreneur. And each week we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you discover how to unlock your inner greatness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let the class begin. Clinical psychologist Peter A. Levine once said, Trauma is hell on earth. Trauma resolved is a gift from the gods. And Demi Lovato said, You don't have to struggle in silence. You can be unsilent. Paris Hilton isn't historically associated with mental health and vulnerability, but for the first time, she is speaking out on her battle to overcome dark secrets from her past. And in a new documentary called This is Paris, the iconic personality and businesswoman reveals that she was physically, verbally, and emotionally abused at a boarding school when she was growing up. And according to Paris, this traumatic teenage experience has shaped so much of her adult life, from trust issues with romantic partners to the creation of a fake persona for the media and a desire to build a billion-dollar brand. And my interview with Paris was fascinating as we started to peel back the layers on one of the most famous people of the internet age. She's still getting comfortable with being publicly vulnerable and her healing process is ongoing. But our conversation helped me understand not only Paris herself, but also the modern world. And in this powerful episode, we discuss Paris's childhood, who the true Paris Hilton is and why she's hidden that person from the world. What Paris has done to start overcoming the nightly nightmares she used to face, how Paris became the first influencer and why she feels responsible for aspects of social media culture today, Paris's goals and dreams and how she wants to be remembered, and so much more. Make sure to share this with someone who needs to hear it. And a quick reminder to subscribe to the School of Greatness over on Apple Podcast or Spotify or anywhere that you're listening. And please leave us a review and rating over on Apple Podcast as well. Okay, right after this quick message, the one and only Paris Hilton. I don't know about you, but when around 3 p.m. hits, I find myself craving the right refreshment to get me through that mid-afternoon slump. New Pure Leaf Zero Sugar Sweet Iced Tea is full-flavored sweet tea, but without the sugar and the calories. It might take several bottles for you to believe that a delicious sweet tea can really have zero sugar and zero calories. But you know what they say, life is full of surprises. Or in this case, full of flavor. New Pure Leaf Zero Sugar Sweet Iced Tea. Try it to believe it. For 20% off, off your next 12 pack head to amazon and use promo code 20 pure leaf that's promo code 20 p-u-r-e-l-e-a-f for 20 percent off take your business further with the smart and flexible american express business gold card you can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month like transit u.s restaurants and gas stations that's the powerful backing of american express Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. card. 
Okay, quick math. The less your business depends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite and you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash greatness. netsuite.com slash greatness. Again, head to netsuite.com slash greatness. One of my favorite parts about my job is that I get the opportunity to travel a lot. And in fact, I'm recording this right now while I'm in Mexico. And actually, I was thinking about something that I wanted to share because I get a lot of questions from so many people about different side hustle ideas. So here's one for those of you out there that are on the go a lot like I am or traveling a lot. When you're staying in your Airbnb on your trips, have you ever thought about how you could be making extra money by hosting through Airbnb while your home is vacant? If you're interested in an extra stream of income, Airbnb hosting is an easy place to start and it's like giving your home some company while you're away. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So listen, we all know life is full of yada yada, like those quote unquote free trials that somehow still charge your card for something or when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in the fine print. And I know you've dealt with yada yada before, like those bills that keep going up and up for no reason at all. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then charge you for every little thing until you realize you're paying more than you would have somewhere else. And yes, it is possible to outsmart yada yada, like triple checking airline deals to make sure all you need is already included, but you don't take yada yada in life. So don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and nada yada yada. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. When you get a new car or a new home, your first reaction might be to say things like, oh yeah, or I can't believe it, or booyah. But what you really want to say is the one thing that can get you the help you need. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm is there with the coverage you need for your car, your home, and even boats, motorcycles, RVs, and other things that matter to you. With a State Farm agent, you know someone is there to help you choose the coverage you need. With so many coverage options, it feels good knowing you can find what fits for you. And when you need ways to get help, State Farm gives you options there too. Too. in person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com where their award-winning app State Farm lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Welcome everyone back to the School of Greatness podcast. I'm so excited. We've got the iconic Paris Hilton in the house. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you. Excited to be here. I've watched your documentary and I'm fascinated by your story, by your life. Uh, we were talking just before about how in your documentary, people need to watch this. It's unbelievable. It shows your whole journey from when you were a kid to where you are now, how you've built your empire and the adversity and the challenges you've faced that you've been holding on to for a long time. 
and we were talking about how we both went away to essentially schools when we were teenagers. I went away to a private boarding school, but I begged my family to send me away because the environment wasn't good for me where I was at. You got kidnapped and got sent away to a school in Utah. What was that like being kidnapped and sent away to school when you didn't want to leave? Traumatizing. I had no idea who these people were, just these two big men coming into my room in the middle of the night and literally grabbing me and carrying me from my bed. And I thought that I was being kidnapped. It was like something from the movie Taken. It's terrifying. It's crazy. And you you talked about how you were really kind of holding on to this. It really this this moment shaped you because you had these nightmares all the time, right? Yeah. Do you feel like you've, through this process of healing and sharing your story, do you feel like you've started to heal or are those nightmares still pretty active for you now? It's really incredible just going through this experience and finally opening up for the first time with all these emotions that I've blocked out, yeah. which were obviously still in me. But I think for me talking about it and finally releasing all of that, and now just being in such an amazing relationship where I finally feel so safe, yeah. I haven't had one nightmare since. Really? Mm -hmm. Well, I love in the documentary how you say you've always attracted kind of the wrong partners who weren't your equals. Yeah. And your sister was trying to say like, you really need an equal, mm -hmm. but you were kind of terrified because you couldn't control an equal, is that right? Yes. But it seems like you found a great match now, he's more of an equal, and you think because of that, you haven't had these nightmares anymore? I think that's why, just feeling wow. safe and just feeling so in love that all I dream about is our future. And like you said, this is the first time where I've had an equal and the first time I've opened up my heart because wow. I built up such walls where I didn't let anyone in. And it wasn't until now that I finally have opened up my heart and I never knew it was possible to feel so in love and so happy. Really? Mm -hmm. what, is, what does love mean to you? Love means what, is it, what does love mean now and what did it mean before the last year? Love to me now means just your best friend, happiness, feeling safe like you found home. And before love, I, was, I didn't really know what love was. I think just from what I went through that I had this blurred sense on what love really was and mm -hmm. I almost would just pretend to be in love just to portray that I was happy and living this perfect life. But deep down, I never really felt it. Wow. I, uh, I wrote a book a couple years ago called The Masks of Masculinity, which are the, the kind of the walls that men put up to defend themselves in relationship and in the world. Mm -hmm. And you talk about in your documentary about these masks, this character that you've been playing for a long time and kind of the, the walls you put up yeah. to defend yourself. I'm curious, when did you decide that you needed to put up a character for your life, for relationships, for your businesses, things like that? You talk about this. When did you make that decision that this was the life you needed to live? I started developing the character when I was sent away to the school, just because every day was a nightmare. It was torture. So the only thing that kept me going and not losing my sanity was mm -hmm. just thinking about who I was going to become when I got out of there. And I think I just built kind of this Barbie doll, Disney princess, perfect life, just so I wouldn't have to think about all the just horrible things that I went through. The pain, the trauma, yeah. Yeah, it was like a distraction. I love where you talked about visualizing who you wanted to become. Mm -hmm. I think that was really cool. How important 
has visualization been since that day or since those days at school? Have you always been dreaming and thinking about who you wanted to become since then? Yes, I really believe that whatever you think about and really set your mind to, anything is possible. And I hope that when people watch this film that they can see that even if you've been through things in life, you can make it through and mm -hmm. you can become successful if you really just put your everything into it and really visualize it. And that's something I do every day. And I feel like I've always been that way or I've been ahead of my time and always mm. thinking one step ahead, always. What does that visualization process look like for you? Is that something at night that you, you know, you close your eyes and you think about? Is it every hour of the day it just kind of comes to you what you want? How does that, how does that it's look? Non-stop. Really? All day long. Just I'm always thinking of new ideas. I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I'll think of something. I write it down. I don't know. My mind just never stops. It's literally 24-7. I'm just always thinking of just new ways, new businesses, just ideas, and um, I don't know, I just, I love being creative. Yeah. If you had to give yourself a definition of who Paris is, what would you say, who is the real Paris? Kind, fun, brilliant, sweet, the big heart. Did you always think that way? I always knew I was kind and sweet, but I also was just so lost and mm -hmm just had so many emotions and, you know, just being at these places where every single day you're being you know, verbally, physically, emotionally abused, where they want to break you down and make you feel so terrible about yourself. So for a long time, I just had no confidence and just didn't even know who I was. When did you learn to have more positive thoughts about yourself, like self-belief and who you were, or do you still doubt yourself today in some ways? I'm human, so I think everyone doubts themselves sometimes, yeah. but I feel like within the past year, I've just learned so much about myself and I'm so proud of the woman mm. I am and what I've been through and yeah, just to have made it through all that. It's just so crazy watching this film and reliving my whole life and just seeing it for myself. It's it's a lot to take in. <laughs> you were kind of like the, the original influencer. Like before social media, you were really well known and famous, obviously. And then social media allowed you to kind of amplify it even more and kind of tell your own story. Mm -hmm. There are so many people today who grew up in social media. Now everyone seems like they can be an influencer, right? Yeah. It was a lot harder when you were doing it <laughs> back in the day. What did you learn about the first kind of 10 years pre-social media? Mm -hmm about what that life is like, that you could give advice to people who are trying to build their personal brand and trying to build a, a name for themselves through social media today. What advice could you give from what you learned then? Well, I did all of this before social media. I had, I had no publicist, I had no stylist, I didn't have any of the tools that people have today. And it's amazing when I meet just certain influencers or YouTubers or just people who are trying to be, you know, make their own brand mm -hmm. and all of them are always saying to me, like, I've looked up to you since I was a little kid wow. and you're the reason I'm doing what I do and you've just inspired me so much. So that makes me just feel just so proud to have really created just a whole new, basically, genre of celebrity. Yeah. And back when I started doing this, you know, being famous for famous wasn't, there was no one who had done it before. And now it's like... Now, everyone is doing it, yeah. Yeah. But you're able to really build a brand in a business. I think a lot of people don't know how smart you are in terms of like building a business and a brand. This has all been very strategic. It's not just, oh, let me do this for fun. You've had goals and dreams to back up kind of this influence. 
What do you think you're most proud of in terms of your branding and business sense? Mm -hmm. Well, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur ever since I was a little girl. Just growing up in my family, it was a lot to live up to. Mm -hmm. A lot of pressure. A lot of pressure, <laughs> and, but amazing business mentors, my grandfather, my father. And also I was just so sick of people saying the Hilton Hotel granddaughter. I mm. wanted to be known as Paris. And after w going through what I went through, I made a promise to myself that I'm gonna work so hard and become so successful that no one could ever control me or tell me what to do ever again. And what I'm most proud of, well, I have 19 product lines. I just released my 27th fragrance. Wow, and 27? Yeah. So I'm really just, I'm so proud of just the empire I built, especially my fragrances and the numbers on that are just insane. Is your business do better in the USA or is it more international now? Worldwide. Worldwide. Mm -hmm. Does it do, or are you more well-known, becoming more well-known internationally in general? Or do you feel like you've kind of maxed out the US? <laughs> really? You always yeah, have been bigger I, around the world than the USA. No, I started my career um, in Tokyo when I was a teenager. That was where I first built my brand. Um, and it's amazing, just no matter where I go in the world, people just, they love it. Does it ever get exhausting? Yes, very. But what? I'm so used to it, I've been doing it for so long that it just comes naturally, but it is overwhelming, especially, you know, just having to be on all the time. How do you shut off? I don't. <laughs> I do now though. I think yeah. before I didn't, and I think it was just, a distraction from having to think about things that have happened in my life. Mm -hmm. um, but now that I've worked through all that fully, I feel like I can finally turn it off and just be who I am, which is such a relief because it's exhausting having to pretend to like be this like Barbie doll who has no brain all, all day long when mm -hmm. in the back of my mind, I know exactly what's happening. But it also is good because I feel like so many people underestimated me so I would really learn more about people because they would think I had no idea what was going on. Mm. And you could show them, hey, I'm yeah. the boss, yeah. Yes. What has been um, the biggest thing you've learned about yourself since you started this healing and opening up process in the last couple of years? I've just learned just how strong I am, how resilient I am, and I could literally make it through anything because I've been through hell and back and I've lived so many lifetimes that I'm just, I'm proud of who I am today because mm. I think anyone who has been through what I've been through, I don't know if they could have been okay. Right. What was it? I know you had the kind of a love-hate relationship, maybe not love-hate, but you had some challenges with your parents, obviously, because they sent you away. Mm. And you, you see some of that with your mom uh, in the documentary. What's, what's the biggest lesson you learned from your parents mm. that actually helped you in your life today? Well, with my parents, I was obviously upset and it was very hard, but they had no idea what was happening because they were manipulated. But the best piece of advice that they ever gave me, my mom, the night before The Simple Life aired, said, when this airs on Fox tomorrow, your life is going to change forever. And I want you to always remain the same sweet down-to-earth girl you are mm. and never let this fame get to your head and never change. And that's something I've always really kept close to my heart and I've always remained the same person. I've never let it make me change or feel like, I don't know, I just always really? wow. stay grounded. And I that's think that's great. important. Have you ever got close to losing yourself in the fame or like, you know, over believing in the hype of what people think? Or have you always been able to find a sense of groundedness? Yeah, I've never let it get to my head. I've always been just, I've always remained the same and 
I think that's important because I've seen a lot of people in this industry mm. and all of a sudden they just think there's someone else. They forget where they came from and they start thinking they're better than people. And I just think that's just a really just nasty part of just this whole celebrity world, like what it does to people. Mm. What's your biggest fear around fame? Because I remember when I was a kid in the documentary, you're like, you know, I want to be, I want to have my own business, I want to be well known, I want to be, you know, famous, I want people to know who I am. Now that you become famous, what's the fear of having fame? Uh, my only fear I, I don't like is when people invent stories about me and lie. Because there's a lot of people who want to make money, so they'll literally sell stories that are just invented. Lies. But that's like every day for you, right? Like every day there's some lie on some magazine about, you or lots of famous yeah. people. So, how, so if that happens all the time, how do you deal with that? I've built a very tough skin. <laughs> and now with this film, I am an open book. There is nothing to hide. I've said it all. So if somebody you know, wants to say something, I've already told the truth. Mm. I have nothing to hide anymore. And yeah, I'm proud. Uh, looking back, would you change anything about um, what happened after being sent away or when you started to really build your 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 fame, being on TV, would you change anything about it? Or do you look back and say like it was all for a purpose for where you're at now? I think everything in life happens for a reason and I wouldn't be the strong woman I am today if I had not went through these things. But yeah, there I definitely have a lot of regrets in my life and there's people in my life that I wish that I never let in. Really? And um, yeah, I think just me being too open and naive and uh, letting the wrong people into my life are my biggest regrets. Yeah, your mom told you to stay like grounded, stay humble, stay sweet, and it's like you were that to everyone probably, letting a lot too of people sweet. In. Too sweet, mm -hmm. sometimes. So how do you learn to be yourself and loving and vulnerable, but also letting the right people in? How did you learn how to do that? Because you have, <laughs> You have tons of computers from all your ex-boyfriends, I guess, or mm -hmm. like every time you got rid of a boyfriend, you got rid of your computer. Yeah. There was like a hundred computers. And I was like, man, you're letting a lot of people in. How did you learn how to be more discerning? Okay, well, all the computers were not all boyfriends. Some of them <laughs> were, but yeah, I had I had to do that because it would just, it would get scary sometimes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's been hard just to let anyone in ever. And uh, my trust issues are, have been crazy, so mm. it's good to finally be able to trust someone because I literally have not trusted anyone in my life before really? this. What's your thoughts on mental health with like celebrities and people and influencers who are rising to fame quickly? Because there's kids now who it seems like overnight they'll put a TikTok video out, a hundred million views a week mm -hmm. later, or they have ten thousand followers three months later, ten million followers, and it's almost like overnight. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's how you felt when you got started. I feel like it was more gradual and then it was like an explosion of just everyone knew who you were. But it's like, how do kids deal with this today of overnight fame in terms of mental health? And what's your thoughts on that? I cannot imagine being a teenage girl and having to deal with social media, the pressures of being perfect, worrying about you know how many likes you have, followers, and you have trolls writing mean comments, like the pressure on teens right now, I, I can't even imagine. Um, like my heart goes out to them because yeah. I've been in this industry so long, I've built this tough skin, and then these kids who are, this is all brand new to them, like I can't imagine what they're thinking. But I think my advice would be that there's much more important things in life and they shouldn't base their happiness or their self-worth based upon 
other people's opinions of them, especially strangers. Yeah. Um, so just to not put so much value on that because there's so much more to life than this. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you learned that, you know, the hard way. It seems like over the last 15, 20 years, you really learned first kind of doing it for the approval, but then realizing it's not for that. It's for more of the business. It's for the brand. It's mm -hmm. for like the desired result you want. How did you learn how to overcome the opinions of others? And do you still see some nasty comments and do they affect you at all or do they not affect you? I've learned just from dealing with it for so long and just some of the things that have been said about me are just so cruel and hurtful and I used to cry all the time and be so upset. Range Rover Sport leads by example. Picture this. Assertive on-road performance meets commanding all-terrain capability. That's the third-generation Range Rover Sport, which is the most desirable, advanced, and dynamically capable one yet. This vehicle redefines sporting luxury, offering an instinctive drive with engaging on-road dynamics and effortless composure. Now available in sleek, new stealth pack, Carpathian gray exterior wrapped in satin protective film with black accents and black brake calipers. Inside the Range Rover Sport, advanced cabin technologies like active noise cancellation and cabin air purification offer new levels of comfort and refinement. And let's not forget about the award-winning Pivi Pro infotainment system. Enjoy a dynamic drive and total comfort with optional 22-way adjustable heated and ventilated electric memory front seats with massage function. Wow, that's like a spa day while on the go. Design your Range Rover Sport at LandRoverUSA.com. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. Like when you're trying to buy tickets for the best seat at your favorite team's big game or when you're hiring for your business and you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. With ZipRecruiter, you can find qualified candidates fast. And right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com greatness. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I believe finding the right team member is one of the most important steps in setting up my company for success. We like to ensure our new hires will be a good fit before they're even on the team. So I am grateful that I have ZipRecruiter's help when we want to grow the team fast. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash greatness. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash greatness. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I've learned the hard way that constantly holding on to your emotions and repeatedly choosing to not talk about your feelings will only make you feel worse and worse. And up until about 10 or 11 years ago, I was afraid to talk about my trauma that I experienced. And I know we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. But therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to fit your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Lewis today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash L-E-W-I-S. But then I just realized that 
these people who are wasting their time obviously have no life and they're not happy with themselves and that's mm -hmm. why they choose to spend their time trying to tear down others. So I just feel bad for them. Yeah. Um, but obviously I'm a human being. I have feelings, so mm -hmm. it's always gonna hurt no matter how strong you are. Right. It hurts. So for people that wanna build their personal brand and become more influencers or whatever, put out content that helps them be well known, I guess what are the dangers of that? The dangers are you're gonna get criticized no matter how nice you are and how good your content is. You're always gonna be criticized, right? Is yeah, there's always going to be haters out there, but you just don't pay attention to them because I, I feel that if I would have listened to the haters, I wouldn't have been the successful woman I am today. So I think it's all about believing in yourself and only paying attention to the positive and just not letting that drag you down. It's amazing because yeah. you've had such a, a long career at being successful. And, and there are some people that become famous or celebrities that become well known for one thing and then they don't get the next acting job or they were a one hit wonder and yeah. then they kind of fall off. But you've been able to maintain this level of growth mm -hmm. and credibility in this industry. What has allowed you to continue to like rise the occasion every time it seems like someone's trying to take you down? Mm -hmm. Like, how do you keep saying, you know what? I'm not gonna let this take me down. I'm just gonna keep <laughs> rising. I'm a warrior. Mm. I'm resilient, I'm strong, and I just don't stop. And I think always just being an innovator and a pioneer mm. and just always thinking one step ahead and just being innovative and creative and just always coming up with something new. Mm. Um, and just having such an amazing relationship with my fans. My little Hiltons are mm. literally like my little brothers and sisters. <laughs> right. Like they're like my family. So that relationship is so important and it's so important to really have that. And mm -hmm. I feel so lucky because my fans are so loyal and I wow. love them. What's the greatest fear in this chapter of your life right now? Um, the only thing I'm scared of is death because I don't know what happens after. So that just scares me because if there's nothing, that's gonna be so boring. <laughs> <laughs> you, want, you want to have something happen, yeah. Uh, what would you say is your biggest insecurity at this stage of your life? Or the place you doubt yourself the most, even though you're pretty resilient now, but is there a place where you still feel a little self-doubt? I think just going what I went through, they put so much <clears throat> doubt into my mind that even though I'm grown up now and I've healing and working through it, that's always like in the back of my mind. Really? I always just kind of have just, I don't know, just kind of flashbacks to that. So I just hate thinking about it. How do you think about your thoughts? This is a little different question. I'm always thinking about what am I thinking in this moment? Am I thinking a negative thought or am I thinking something positive about myself? Mm -hmm. And I think it's really easy for us to get trapped in a negative mindset of saying I'm not enough or this didn't work or I put out this piece of content and no one liked it. Do you think about your thoughts at all in terms of are they negative or positive? Mm. Or how do you think about the way you think? If you understand what I mean. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, I think anytime I do start doubting myself and thinking a negative thought, I tell myself, Paris, focus on the positive, like mm. look what you've done, look what you've built, you should be so proud. Because I feel that wow. so many times like we only focus on the negative and we don't look at all the amazing things that are happening in life and yeah. that's why I always have to remind myself just to focus on all the beautiful things in my life. What are you most proud of today? 
I'm so proud of the empire that I've built and how hard I've worked and this film, like mm -hmm. this I feel is my legacy and the way I'm gonna be remembered forever. Yeah. And I'm just so proud that I was so brave and courageous to finally just, mm. just tell everything. Yeah. I love that you mentioned being proud of yourself because I think a lot of people today, they go after their big goals and dreams and then it's never enough. Mm. Oh, I achieved it, but it, it's not what I wanted it to be. I need to go bigger. So I love that you're proud of the moments that you have. I think it's really important for people to understand. How does Paris Hilton take care of self-love? Like take care of self-care in general. You have so many things going on. You never wear the same outfit twice. <laughs> you're running around with press. You're up late. You had insomnia for years. How do you take care of your self-love, your self-care? I just love being around my animals, mm. my pets. Aren't they so healing, animals? They're so healing. Like I love animals like, more than people sometimes. <laughs> yes. Um, that just brings me so much love and I just feel so happy around my pets and my boyfriend, of course. Mm -hmm. And making art and music and cooking. Mm. Like that. Are you an just, artist too? Like paint yes. or drawing or? I've been doing so much painting during really? quarantine. I never had time for it, but art has always been a huge part of my life. And now that I've had the time, I'm making these incredible paintings. No way. Which we've auctioned off for charity. No way, really? Mm -hmm. I want to see some after yeah, this. I want to, if you have photos, I want to see them. Yes. You should have put them in the documentary. I I, well, it all happened. I started during painting quarantine. during quarantine. Wow, mm -hmm. that's exciting. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. I'm curious about what you think is harder today. Building a brand and being well-known and building an audience or essentially getting famous, or is it harder to stay famous? Because you've done oh. both. You became famous and then you sustained it yeah. over a long time and you still grow. What do you think is harder, getting there or staying there? Well, being the OG. The OG influencer. <laughs> um, I've seen so many people come and go. Like being in this town, like really? so many people. Who have like a two years of fame yes. and then have gone. Yes. So I would say for people who are coming out, it's very easy. To, not easy, but it's easier than it was before with all the social media mm -hmm. platforms to really build a business and a brand. But maintaining it, I think, is the hard part for people. How have you maintained it over such a long time? Just by always being innovative, That's always coming out with new ideas, and just always being entertaining and traveling the world and just being nonstop and just working nonstop. <laughs> I'm a workaholic. I do not stop ever. You're a machine. Mm -hmm. You love to travel so much, but this time you haven't been able to travel as much. Is that right? Or have yeah. you still been traveling a little bit, but just not as much? Well, it used to be 250 days a year for two decades. You're um, a machine. Yeah. But now, now you've had to take a break. This is the first time I've been forced to pause and be in one place. What is that like? What's it been like? It's been much this really great time for reflection like obviously in the world it's scary what's mm -hmm. happening like i am my i'm praying this is over soon mm -hmm. but i try to see the silver lining and that is i've finally been forced to stop and just really evaluate my entire life and really think about things and what's important to me and i don't want to go back on that schedule ever again really it was just too much. I, I honestly was just distracting myself from having to think about what I went through. And now that I've finally talked about it and went through it, I feel like I can finally live my life and 
move on to the next phase of my life and grow up and start a family and just, I don't know, focus on the things that matter. So you felt like you were running away from your trauma, the pain of the past by working so hard and traveling because you didn't have to address it or face it? Yes. But now you've faced it. What was the biggest fear that you had around opening up, around people knowing this happened to you or showing your feelings? I just, I made a promise to myself when I walked out of there. I was so grateful to be free and just to leave that. I wanted to leave it in my past and just pretend like it never happened. Wow. And I promised myself, Paris, do not ever tell anyone this story. Don't talk about it. It didn't happen. And that's just how I dealt with it. Why do you think you made that promise to yourself? Was it to try to help you, protect you moving forward? That and also they made you feel ashamed. Mm. And they manipulated me in, in there to not want to talk about it as well because they're terrified that they're going to be exposed. Wow. Um, and also I just didn't want that as part of my story or my brand. I thought the whole brand was portraying this you know, fantasy life and... That was just not part of the story. Yeah, being kidnapped and tortured is not yeah. part of a People wouldn't dreamer. understand. And I didn't fully understand it until now when I'm an adult and actually looking back and realizing if I don't say something, I, I won't be able to sleep at night knowing mm. this is still happening to children. And it's happening. Uh, there's thousands and thousands of children who are dealing with this right now. Yeah. What do you feel like will unlock for you in your life, now that you've started to open up and kind of process the healing journey, what do you think is available in, in the next step for you? I'm just really looking forward to the next phase of my life and using my voice to really make a difference and make a change. And I'm now in contact with Senator Sarah Gessler of Oregon, and she is passing legislation on the troubled teen industry. So I want to be there to support her and really shine light on this cause and really just focus my energy and my time into things that really matter because there's just, I just feel like I was given this gift and I want to use it in a positive way mm. to change the world. I want you to imagine for a moment a scenario where your 16 year old self is standing in front of you. It's the first day you're in that place, the school. What advice would you tell to your 16 year old self now to help her grow up and live a better life. What advice would you give to her? I would say, Paris, this is going to be so hard and you're gonna be terrified, but don't let this affect you. Hmm. One day you're going to be so successful and you're gonna be so proud of yourself. And even though this is gonna be really hard, it's gonna make you so strong and just to, to stay strong. Hmm. And also tell my younger self, do not let certain people into your life. Mm. Don't be so nice, don't be so naive, because people are gonna take advantage, and there's a lot of people that don't have good intentions, mm. and don't let them into your life. It's mm -hmm. good wisdom. Like, I wish I knew everything I know now, I could tell myself back then when I was a teenager. Yeah, we all, we all had to learn, you know? Yeah, we all, all live and learn. We all live and learn, and it seems like you've, you've I feel like this story is gonna actually inspire your fans and audience more and gonna make your brand even more interesting. Yeah. Do you feel like that's happening? The more you're opening up, people are actually connecting to you on a deeper level or? Yes, I've just been like the outpour of people writing me letters and I'm getting sent just all these different messages of 
people just loving and supporting. Mm. And I was so just nervous to tell this story. And I see that it's affecting so many people and so many survivors mm. are thanking me. And I, it's just been amazing, just yeah. the love and support. And even from people who before just are now apologizing to me and saying, I'm so sorry really? for the way I ever spoke about you or the way I thought about you because you are so sweet and so mm. strong and I was so wrong about you and I want to apologize. So it makes me happy just to have really changed people's minds wow. about who I am. That's cool. And your sister has been a big part of your life as well, obviously. And she's in the documentary, which I felt like she was giving you some tough love at different times, which I think was cool. What's the biggest lesson you've learned about life from your sister? I love my sister so much. She's my little sister, but I always looked up to her like my big sister. Really? Yes. She's always been just the voice of reason, more mature, <laughs> very strict. Like we've always been exact opposites. She's the only one who really tells me like it is and says the truth and is so protective of me. And I don't know what I would do without my sister. I feel so blessed to have her. She is an incredible woman and so strong and just, just so smart and I don't know. Without her, I don't know where I'd be. That's cool. I want to bring it back to you saying you've met a lot of people in this industry over the last, you know, 10, 15 years where they've risen to fame, they've fallen out of fame. Do you ever compare yourself to other people who are building their followings or their brands, or do you just focus in your lane and your business and what you're up to? I just focus on my business, but I love seeing people around me be successful. I think that's so important in this industry because a lot of people, they don't root for everyone. Mm. And I think when you are rooting for everyone, you want the best from everyone, that comes back to you because karma is so, so real. And I feel whatever you put out into the world is going to come back to you. And that's why I mm. always am just applauding everyone around me and wanting everyone to be successful and yeah. When did you learn that kind of mindset of wanting to see other people succeed? Have you always been that way or is that something you learned the hard way or? It's just born with it. Really? I just think it's something that either you learn or it's just instilled in you. Yeah. And I feel that's just the type of person I am. I think maybe because I'm an Aquarius and that's just like <laughs> part of our horoscope is sure. being that way. That's cool. Yeah. Have you seen other people that compare themselves or try to put others down? And what does that do to them when you kind of see them talking bad about people when they succeed? Have you seen that at all? Oh yeah, we live yeah. in Hollywood, come on. I yeah, see yeah. that all the time. Um, yeah, I see that a lot. And um, I, like, I'll like i sit there, but I, don't, I never reply because I can mm -hmm. feel they're trying to bait me to see if I'll talk bad. But I'll be immediately turned off by the person. And I know as soon as I walk out of the room, they're probably gonna be- Talking about, about you, right? Yeah. Because you can tell, like, when someone is doing that about someone, they're insecure, they're jealous, mm. and that's the type of person they are. And if they're going to talk like that about someone else, they might do the same thing about yeah. you. Yeah, that's just true. what I see. What advice would you give to the younger generation who lives in this comparison social media mode? How do they get to a place where you're at? Mm. Where they're not comparing again with their friend, how many likes they get, or the followers, like, how do they... I think people need to know that just focus on yourself mm. and there's room for everyone. Yes. This is a huge world and there's going to be people that are doing the same thing as you or in the same industry and it's better just to spread love and mm. collaborate together and do things together then. I'm all about collaboration over competition. Mm. Yeah. I feel like we can do more together than trying to do it all alone and on our own. That's why exactly. I interview people and try to put the light on everyone else. 
where did that, it's such an abundance mindset that you have. Mm. Where did that mindset, did you see this from your family or friends? Like, where did you see this growing up? I don't, it's just been a part of my life. And I think my family and that's just the way we are. So I was raised to be that way. Yeah. What do you think people misunderstand about you the most? <laughs> um, there's so many just misconceptions, so many people just kind of underestimating me. Mm. And I, it's my fault. It's because what I put out into the world and you know, when you're playing this kind of airhead, bubbly character, people are going to obviously assume that you have no idea what's going on. Right. So I think that is like one of the biggest, biggest misconceptions. And another one also is because I come from a privileged family, people mm -hmm. assume, like, oh, Silver Spoon never had to work a day in their, her life, she's spoiled. But that's not true at all. I've been working since I was a teenager. I've done everything on my mm -hmm. own. Nothing is handed to me. And this is all me. Do you feel like because you kind of came from a, a a family that had more privilege than maybe others, you feel like you needed to work harder than everyone else to kind of prove that? I just saw just in my life, so many of my friends that come from these families, they're handed everything. Mm. They never have worked a day in their life. They live in their parents' guest house. They're getting an allowance still and they're like full on adults. And they're just, they have no purpose. Mm. They're not happy. And I just didn't want to be like that. Yeah. I just, I love being independent and successful. And that just brings me so much happiness. Yeah, yeah. And when you have to work for something, it feels so much better than someone just giving it to you. Right. And as you go into this next chapter of your life, do you feel like you'll continue to build this brand like it used to be? Or do you feel like it'll, it'll start to evolve into something else and showing more of yourself? Evolving. It's evolving in so now. many ways, yes. <laughs> um, I'm gonna continue expanding and growing my empire all around the world, but I'm also gonna be focusing on a lot of different investment opportunities. Mm. I'm really investing into companies and entrepreneurs mm. that really believe in sustainability and longevity and wellness. And I'm gonna be doing just a lot of different projects in audio and real really? estate and mm. tech. and. Like, it's amazing having a boyfriend, Carter. He's in this, yeah, he's yeah. in this world. So I learned so much from him, and That's just great. every day, he just really inspires me to be the best businesswoman I can mm. be, and just coming up with just incredible ideas, and they invest into just so many brilliant. Good stuff, yeah. they're, they're just geniuses. They're very smart, yeah. So it's, it's amazing. are smart guys, yeah. Oh my God, they're brilliant. What about your personal brand? I know you're gonna be building your empire, but do you see yourself continuing on with the kind of character brand that you had from the past, or is that going to evolve as well, your personal brand of yourself? It's, well, People now, are so used to that brand. Yeah, but I think with this film, when people see, uh -huh. I want to continue being who I am for real. And it's so freeing that I don't have to be that character anymore because now everyone knows the truth and mm -hmm. I have nothing to hide anymore. So I'm just excited to really just do something with meaning because yeah. I feel that my brand before was just so based on like superficiality and materialistic and mm -hmm. I don't know just wasn't deep at all and I am very deep now you want it to be deep yeah and I just I want to really focus on things that matter and I feel that I've really can make a difference and just mm. use my voice to just make the planet a better place that's good <laughs> 
What would you say are three things that you need to do every single day that are non-negotiables, that are like, I need to do this in order for it to be a really good day for you? Well, I always start my day off with the kiss of Carter. Mm. Can't do a day without that. That's good, okay. And so you start with love. Start with love. And then with my pets, my puppies, just mm -hmm. hugging all of them. Mm. And they just, just bring me so much happiness. Yeah. And then the third is just looking at all my business. Just I've, I wake up to like You're hundreds of emails a day. It's, <laughs> it's so crazy. But yeah. I'm, you know, I think I always first think of love and then I think of work. Mm. That's good. Mm -hmm. That's cool. I want to ask you a question I ask. Um... Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. About your physical routine, how do you take care of your, your physical health? Because you take care of your business financial health, you take care of love health, but what about like mm -hmm. physical? Do you have a routine that you do? Um, I've never worked out what? in my life. No. <laughs> um, so I'm not really into that, but I love just being outdoors. Yeah. I love doing sports. Oh, that's cool. I love going like jet skiing, water skiing. Mm -hmm. I was Hiking. On, like, yeah, I love all that. Just being outdoors. I used to be on my high school ice hockey team. So a lot of people don't know. Like, I'm a huge Wait a tomboy. Minute. High school ice hockey team? Yeah. For girls or guys yeah. too? The girls ice hockey team. Wow. Yes. That's cool. I went to boarding school in Canterbury, which was um, in Connecticut. Mm -hmm. So I was playing. Ice hockey? Mm -hmm. Were you offense, defense? Where were you? Offense. Offense. Did you score yeah. a lot? Yes. Okay. Wow. Mm -hmm. So you're pretty athletic. Very. So if we want to go play basketball, you'd be pretty good? Yes. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think in the documentary, I love just seeing how, as a kid, you were just wearing sweatpants all the time and like wanting to run around and be kind of goofy yeah. and playful. I've always been a tomboy at heart. Yeah. The world doesn't know me that way. Really? That's so mm -hmm. funny. This is a question I ask everyone at the end called the three truths, okay? So I want you to imagine for a moment this is your last day on earth many, many years from now. You're as old as you want to be and you've built the business empire, you've got the love, the family, you've got a thousand dogs, whatever you want, <laughs> you've got it all. Mm. But for whatever reason, every piece of content you've created, this interview and your social media, everything has to go with you to the next place. It's a hypothetical question. Mm. But you get to share three lessons you know about all of your experiences in life, and you would share this with the world. This is the only three things you could share about your life and the lessons you've learned. What would you say are three lessons that you'd want to share with the world? Three lessons. Number one, what would it be? You can do anything you put your mind to. Okay. Mm -hmm. Number two, family is everything. Mm-hmm. And number three, don't be boring. 
That'll be boring. <laughs> I like that. Yes. What happens when we live a boring life? It's just not fun. Yeah. I think it's just fun just to not take life so seriously and enjoy it because life is so short mm -hmm. and just to be happy and focus on the good. Yeah. What do you want to look back at and think of what you're the most proud of? It's the end of your life, many, many years. What do you want to be most proud of, most known for and be proud of? Just for the inspiration I am, the businesswoman, and also the mother. Ooh, yeah. want to be a mother. Yes. I saw you like, uh, you froze your eggs mm -hmm. in the documentary, right? Yes. Okay. So you really want to be a mother? Yes, by oh. next year. <laughs> really? Mm -hmm. Wow, that's inspiring. Yeah, I can't wait. Wow. I'm going to be the best mom. What's the lesson you want to teach Mini Paris? <laughs> I'm going to name her have, London. Okay, Mini London. London. What's, what's, the, what's the thing you want her to know about life growing up? I'm assuming it's going to be a her, I don't know. but Yes. I just want just to be there for her, be so mm. supportive, just be honest with her, let her know everything, and make her feel comfortable that she could tell me anything. Mm. And um, I hope that she doesn't want to be an influencer. <laughs> Hoping she's like a nerd who like wants to be a doctor <laughs> or a lawyer or something that's not in this industry. Why do you hope that? Because this is I what your mom hoped. It. Your yeah. mom hoped you didn't want to do this. Now either. I get what my mom said. <laughs> I could totally understand what she meant now. Really? It's just not like a place for people to be. Just this industry is so hard and there's just so many bad people that when I have my little girl, like I'm not gonna want her to be a part of it. But if she wants to be, then I'm not gonna like hold her back. But is there anything about your 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 mom that you appreciate now, looking back through all this, even though you went through a lot of traumatic stuff? Obviously, is there anything you appreciate knowing that's that's what you want for your child? I just, my mom is amazing, yeah. and I feel that I now completely understand what she meant when she said I couldn't be a model or an actress, and she didn't want me in this industry at all, and I didn't understand why and I was so upset with her and totally rebelled and just did what I wanted to do. Um, but now I can completely understand like, what she means because I would be terrified too. Like, I do not want my daughter so doing what if, this. What if your daughter's you know, 13 or 12 and she's on social media and that she wants to go live the life you lived? She wants to be like you. What are you going to tell her? I will just tell her to focus like on the business part of <laughs> my brand. Um, and God knows what social media is going to be like. It's crazy, right? 14 years from now. Oh, my nuts. God. It's going to be like VR. Like, it would be like the same. Sanity. I can't even imagine. Like, with the advances in technology, especially, like, during COVID, I feel that, like, the innovation, mm. like, in the next three years is going to be more than we would have ever had possible. It's like... Do you feel like if you're telling her not to do something, that she'll follow in your footsteps and, and do the opposite of what you tell her to do because that's kind of what you did with your parents. Probably. And, I think yeah. that's why I'm going to show her this documentary. Mm. And then I feel that she'll understand me so much. And I feel that it's a really great life lesson for any teenager just mm -hmm. to watch this film and just really learn. I don't know. I feel like I lived so much maybe so that other people could learn from it. Yeah. I think everyone, especially who has a business or a brand or a following or wants to build a following should watch this documentary. It's called This Is Paris. It's on your YouTube channel. It's on YouTube yes. for free right now. Yes. Um, and it's on your specific channel, mm -hmm. right? So youtube.com slash Paris Hilton. Yes. If you guys go there, it's right on the homepage right now. It's 
fascinating. It shows the entire life that you've had. It shows the ups and downs. It shows, again, if you want to get in this industry, you may want to think again, or you may want to make sure you're just aware of what's going to happen or what could happen in this industry. So make sure you guys check that out. You are everywhere on social media. Obviously, are you mostly on Instagram right now as the main drug of choice? All or of them. Everything. Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, Twitter, you're Facebook. On, you're on the TikTok. I got to get on TikTok I with you there. I love TikTok. Um, <laughs> so TikTok, is that number one right now for you or all of them equally? All of them. Paris, but I love TikTok. It's fun. I'm getting more on there. Paris mm-hmm. Hilton everywhere. You've got a million businesses. Where can we learn about your businesses? Go to parishilton.com. It's got all your brands up there. All the brands, all the businesses. Okay. Yes. And what's one question you wish more people would ask you? Close friends, fans, interviewers like me, what's something you wish more people would ask you? I've been asked everything I've done a million interviews. I think a question that I think is cute that I like, that's interesting that I've been asked before, just not in an interview, just like my friends have asked Mm -hmm. me and I was like, that's like a cute question. What's that? It's like, what is your spirit animal? Mm. I just love that question. What is your spirit animal? The unicorn. Oh, yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm surprised you don't have like a little (laughs) unicorn coming out of your... It's invisible. It's invisible. Mm -hmm. What color is it? Is it gold? Is it a rainbow? Rainbow. Rainbow? Mm -hmm. Okay, that's exciting. (laughs) Are you unicorn for uh, Halloween a lot? I've been once, yeah. You've been once, that's mm-hmm. amazing. Um, okay, Paris, you are, you're an inspiration to so many people. I'm very grateful that you've decided to open up on this documentary and, and during this time together, I'm so grateful for your authenticity, for your, your big heart. I know you got a massive heart and I've heard stories from Courtney and other people that we've mutual friends with just about how you're just a real person, uh, always open with your friends and family. So I appreciate and acknowledge you for opening up at this stage of your life because it can be very scary to reveal something we're shameful about. Yeah. I did this talking about sexual abuse about seven years ago, opening up, and it was extremely hard to do because yeah. I felt like if people know this about me, they're not, my business is going to suffer. I'm not going to have any friends. My family's not going to be there for me. So I understand how challenging it can be to open up. And I really acknowledge you for for doing the work and for it's going to be a healing process for many years, but I acknowledge you for starting the process for yourself. It's really inspiring. This is uh, my final question. So what is your definition of greatness? My definition of greatness is achieving what you set your mind to, having people respect you, and inspiring others. Mm. Paris Hilton, thank you so much for coming on. Appreciate it. Thank you. You're so awesome. I really enjoyed this and so much respect for you. Thank you. And you're amazing. I appreciate it. Thank you. This was so much fun. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed hearing Paris truly start to open up and share some of her vulnerabilities. If this inspired you in any way, make sure to share this with a friend. You can copy and paste the link wherever you're listening to this episode or go to lewishouse.com slash 1012 and share that with a few friends. Text some friends, post it on social media, and make sure to tag Paris Hilton as well so she knows that you're listening. And as always, if this is your first time here, please click that subscribe button over on Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and review. We'd love to hear your thoughts about this episode or any of our episodes and how we can continue to inspire greatness together. And if you want inspirational messages sent to you via text from me every single week, then make sure to text me the word podcast right now to the number 614-350-3960. And I want to leave you with a quote from Selena Gomez, who says, 
If you are broken, you do not have to stay broken. And I want to remind anyone listening today who has gone through some dark things from the past, I'm telling you, you are not alone. We've all gone through different challenges and it's okay, but I'm telling you, you have the power to start opening up about it. And I highly recommend finding someone you trust, finding a therapist, or finding a consultant who can truly help you share this in a safe environment. And as always, I want to remind you, if no one has told you lately, you are loved, you are worthy, and you matter. I'm so grateful for you, and you know what time it is. It's time to go out there and do something great. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. (laughs) 